Hi everyone, I'm Christina Lingham from the PEGS Boston Summit. I'm thrilled to have the opportunity today to speak with Ralph Minter, a fellow in antibody discovery and protein engineering at Metamune, to talk with us about phenotypic screening for novel antibody targets in the tumor microenvironment. He will be giving a talk at the phage and yeast display track on April 25th and 26th at PEGS Boston. Ralph, thank you for joining us. Hi, good to meet you. Can you describe your approach and what is unique about it? The thing that we're doing and what I'll be talking about is really phenotypic screening to find antibody drug targets. So what typically happens in the antibody industry is that people start with a known drug target, something that they've either read about in the literature or got some biological rationale for going after with an antibody. And then they run through a drug discovery process that starts with finding antibodies to that target and ends normally with preclinical validation in a disease model. So what we're doing is a bit different from that. So we operate a phenotypic screen where we promote targets or antibodies to those targets based on their function rather than their target specificity. And by doing this, we can identify potentially more novel targets um, and ones that people maybe haven't thought of for a particular disease. And then later on in the process, once we've got the antibodies that have function, we then figure out what the targets are. And so it's a way of simultaneously finding an antibody drug lead and finding a novel target for a disease. So that's kind of in a nutshell what I'll be talking about. Can you explain how your approach improves upon current efforts to identify novel targets? Obviously, target-led drug discovery is, is the norm in the industry, and it works. Um, so I always have to start really by saying that there are many, many great antibodies in the clinic that have come from target-led drug discovery. But what you don't hear about are the targets where there was a lot of excitement initially. A lot of companies ran drug discovery programs, but the target turned out not to be important for a given disease. And so for those kind of targets, that's where the target-led drug discovery approach doesn't really work. And that's where I think the phenotypic approach could be quite important because we're not starting with a target hypothesis. We're starting with which antibodies have the function we want on the cells that we're trying to affect. And so we can get around some of the pitfalls of target-led drug discovery. What it also gives us is a kind of competitive advantage. So we're discovering targets that other people haven't even thought of yet. And so we can potentially get a head start in working on those targets and getting preclinical assets to those targets before others have really discovered them. So those are some of the advantages of this approach. And can you outline what you consider to be some of the greatest obstacles to identifying novel targets? I think novel targets are kind of easy to identify, but they're very hard to translate into the clinic. Lots of people have done kind of omics studies, whether it's proteomics or transcriptomics. And you can easily identify a list of genes that might be important in disease, but the challenge is to basically validate those targets and translate them firstly into preclinical studies, but then more importantly into clinical studies. And so really the challenge for us is to develop phenotypic assays as predictive as possible of the eventual disease. And I think if we do that, then the antibodies that we pull through are going to be highly relevant and highly translatable. So that's a big challenge. But I think it's one where lots of thinking is going into it, lots of new technologies are coming in. So we're really making progress in having more predictive assays at that stage.
And tell me, what advice do you have for people doing phenotypic screening? I think the main piece of advice would be to really map out your whole screening cascade. So rather than just jumping into, wouldn't it be nice if we could find an antibody that did X and then starting the process, you've really got to think, what do I do when I have a thousand antibodies that I need to screen for a given function? And how on earth am I going to identify the targets for those antibodies? So I think it's important to think through the whole process from start to finish and be somewhat realistic. So there are certain cell types where we don't run a phenotypic screen because we simply can't get hold of enough of those cells in order to actually run a robust assay. So it's always a balance between what's most patient-relevant and most you know, likely to translate versus what's practically feasible. So I think just mapping out how exactly you're going to run the whole screen is really important and being realistic about what you can achieve. What are some of the most exciting recent discoveries in the tumor microenvironment and has your work changed as a result? So I think the whole immuno-oncology area is very exciting. I think most people out there will be aware of the great clinical advances coming from antibodies that affect T-cells in particular in the tumor, activate T-cells to attack tumor cells, and some of the clinical results are really stunning. Where we're going in the future, I think, is starting to combine different T-cell-focused therapies in order to get efficacy in a greater number of patients. And if you think even further ahead, I think what we'd really like to do is think about things beyond T-cells. So what are the other cell types in the tumor microenvironment that are going to lead to you know, better responses in patients. So there's a whole host of other immune cells. I think there's elements of innate immunity that are going to feed into the T-cell response. And then there's even more kind of outlandish ideas around the gut microbiota and the effect that normal commensal gut bacteria have on immunotherapy responses. So things that we hadn't even considered before are having an impact on tumor microenvironment. So I think It's an exciting time. The clinical data has really spurred people on to invest a lot more time in immuno-oncology. And so it's an exciting area to be, and hopefully there'll be some further breakthroughs to be had in the future. Thank you so much. It's been great talking to you today, and we appreciate your time and insights. And we look forward to your talk in the spring. Yeah, thank you very much. That was Ralph Minter of Metamune. He'll be speaking in the Phagenese display track this April 25th and 26th in Boston. If you'd like to hear him in person, go to pegsummit.com for registration information and enter the key code podcast. I'm Christina Lingham. Thank you for listening.